Hello and welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, K-beauty expert, the founder of Style Story, where you can shop, learn and explore the world of Korean skincare and the founder of K-beauty brand Jellyco. So for today's episode, I wanted to wrap up our discussion into the ingredient trends that we've been seeing in Korea in 2023. So on the previous Roundup episode, I went through a lot of the different plant-based ingredients that have been trending here, but 2023 has also seen a return in high-powered active ingredients, including things like retinol, collagen, and peptides. The other thing that I think K-Beauty has been famous for for a while is that it does continue to develop new ingredients for uh, all different types of skin issues and skin conditions, and one of those that K-Beauty is always very focused on is brightening the skin, so looking for new ingredients that can act as a replacement for uh, the more popular ingredients like pure vitamin C. So let's run through some of those that have really been making their mark on the industry this year. And the first one is yuja. So yuja is actually a citrus fruit. It's very popular in East Asia and you can eat it. You will find it in lots of different things, cakes and teas and things like that. It's packed full of natural vitamin C, which does make it an ideal skin brightening ingredient. So you'll often see it in products that are designed to be used on dull skin, post acne marks, dark spots. And there have been a lot of brands in 2023 and and leading up to this year that have really been leaning into Yuja as an ingredient. Uh, Too many to name here, but I know Some By Me has an entire line. So does Hanyu. They are really focused on some of the more traditional Korean ingredients. So that has been a very, very popular mainstay for the year. And the other big one I think a lot of our listeners will have noticed is retinol. So retinol, you uh, if, you, if you're familiar with K-Beauty, you'll probably know that it has not been as traditionally popular in Korean beauty compared to Western beauty. So it's the golden standard in anti-aging for a lot of Western beauty brands and products products, but it hasn't traditionally taken off in the same way in Korea because of all of the side effects that go along with it. The fact that you can experience a lot of irritation and damage in the process of adjusting to retinol use. There's no doubt that it is a powerhouse ingredient. It can really transform your skin texture. It can tackle everything from breakouts to fine lines, signs of premature aging, And it's good for a lot of different skin types as well, breakout-prone skin, uh, drier skin types as well, uh, you know, to really just refresh and revitalize the skin. But anyone that's ever tried to use it in their skincare routine before will know that often that goes hand-in-hand with a lot of downsides. So a lot of Korean brands have been bringing products to the market trying to tackle some of the perceived and very real downsides. And we've seen more products than ever before introduced onto the market. A lot of the big brands are doing a retinol product at the moment, be that either an ampoule or 
uh, an eye cream, a moisturizer. So I will include some of my personal favorite K-Beauty products with retinol in the show notes because there are a lot of different options on the market at the moment. The other big trend for 2023 has been microbiome and probiotic skincare. And not just skincare, but also what we call mongnan huajangpung or edible cosmetics. And this is really all of the different types of powders and gummies and things like that that people are eating to improve their gut bacteria and health. So this is a relatively new area of research into the skin. But much like when it comes to our gut bacteria and health, our skin is also constantly interacting with the environment and it protects us from things like infections, sun damage. Uh, So a lot of different things have an influence on our skin's immunity. And what these products are trying to tap into is the idea that having a healthy microbiome for our skin can help protect us against skin conditions, things like dermatitis, rosacea, flare-ups and whatnot. Um, uh, Like I mentioned, it's still quite a new area of study. So there's a lot more work to be done on this, but a lot of the big brands have been tapping into this trend and either coming out with new products aimed at protecting the skin's microbiome, or they have been updating pre-existing products to include some probiotic ingredients in them. One that I can think of off the top of my head that has done that is Laneige with their water sleeping mask. So it's now the, the more recent version now has probiotics in the formula as well. Now, collagen is another one of these that has been trending in both huajangpum, so skincare, and mongnan huajangpum, so the edibles as well. Uh, and a lot of brands are coming out with uh, collagen drinks, collagen gummies. So there is no doubt that collagen is really important for our skin because it helps it to retain moisture and it also helps it to look younger. Uh, once the body stops naturally producing the same amount of collagen, we can see everything from sagginess to poor elasticity. And a lack of collagen is one of the main reasons why our skin becomes drier and more wrinkled as we age. I think the thing where it gets a lot murkier is whether eating it or applying it topically can actually have the impact of improving our own natural collagen. And when it comes to skincare, I think the best way to think of a skincare infused with collagen is just that it can help you maintain your hydration. It's not going to replace the natural collagen levels that you've lost through the process of aging. But a lot of the products that do contain collagen will be beneficial for people that have things like fine lines and wrinkles and for skin that lacks elasticity. What it's not going to do is replace and somehow restore that. Now, there are treatments on the market here in Korea, more invasive treatments that actually claim to be able to do this. And I did run through HIFU, the high intensity free, uh, high intensity frequency ultrasound treatments uh, in an earlier episode. So go back and have a listen to that if you are interested in it. There are newer products coming out onto the market that can be used in clinic that are claiming to be able to reactivate and regenerate lost collagen. But at the moment, topical skincare is not one of those things. And I personally have my doubts about the efficacy of uh, the collagen drinks as well. 
Uh, so, you know, I think my own personal stance on that is if you like them and enjoy them, then I don't think there's any harm in taking them. But I would be skeptical whether they have a lot of the benefits that the, the companies are promoting for them. Uh, peptides, that's the other big thing. They are back in a big way. A lot of brands are releasing products that contain peptides or are, you know, using peptides as a key call out. Now, peptides, again, it's a naturally recurring part of the human body. It's a short chain amino acid, which are actually the building blocks for the proteins in our body. And they also have a direct effect on our skin. As we age, similarly to collagen, our own natural peptides begin to break down. So applying peptides uh, topically through our skincare can help with some of our anti-aging concerns. Things like dehydration, an uneven skin tone, lack of firmness. Uh, and there are a lot of different peptides that are being used at the moment in Korean skincare. Everything from RH Oligopeptide 1, which is often referred to as EGF, through to the palmitoils. Uh, and then we've also got our cop- copper tripeptides lots of different ones. Uh, And I will pop a link in the show notes to some of my personal favorite Korean beauty products that do contain peptides. But that is another one that has been back in a big way. So a lot of the scientifically proven ingredients have made a comeback this year in K-beauty, in addition to the plant-based ingredients that are tapping into the vegan trend. So look, if you are a bit of an ingredient buff, I hope that you have enjoyed this roundup. Uh, Definitely, I think it pays to know the science behind some of these so that you can look at your products with a little bit of skepticism with some of the claims that are being made by some of the brands. Uh, But in general, you know, things like retinol or whatnot have been widely studied. They are understood uh, to work on the skin. And, you know, I think there's a good reason why they are popular. Uh, But that has been a big one that has made uh, a a massive breakthrough in the Korean beauty industry, which has traditionally been a lot more skeptical of ingredients like that. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have, I would love it if you could leave a rating for the show. Even just hitting five stars on your favorite podcast app is a really big help. So thank you very much. And I will be back in your ears next week. Until then, I'll see you on Style Story. 